For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Curveson. Got a great one today. Reed Bacon is here with me in Nashville. So we get to banter back and forth and uh, be able to talk to each other uh, face-to-face finally. Uh, makes for a very fun podcast. We're talking about Walter Nolan moving to East Tennessee, going to Powell. We're talking about SEC Media Day, what Hypel said and why it's important. And some of the recruits. We've got Cam Miller coming on and... Uh, about some of the offensive linemen we've had recently, too. So, great podcast, good fun, funny stuff. Um, so, yeah, let's jump into it. By the game, snap, the kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no, sir, Reed. No, sir, Reed. Final score, Tennessee 20, Florida 17. Pandemonium reigns. Looks, loads up, fires long for the end zone. The pass is going to be caught by Tennessee. Tennessee wins! by Tennessee, Jawan Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the Hail Mary. Down at the 35, to the 40, to the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Pitt. Touchdown on play number one. All right, so before we jump into the podcast, got to shout out our presenting sponsor, as always, betonline.ag. You know it. I've said it. Every podcast, it's the place to go for any of your betting on any sport, anything out there. They got all the news, the stats, the odds that you were looking for. Heck, they got stuff on gold medal uh, things that are going on in the Olympics. Um, baseball that's in full swing, golf, everything. So if you know you're looking to bet on anything, that's the place to go. So uh, you you know sign up online or use your mobile device and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Uh, so that's betonline.ag. So before the next tip off, face off, or pitch, head on over to betonline.ag today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts okay welcome in everybody uh have a very special podcast today because my co-host is here with me what's up playa (laughs) (laughs) oh this is incredible it's funny i'm like seeing behind the the scenes here um yeah we talk every week but then when you open the door to let me in we like gave each other a hug and it's like well we always give each other hugs and it was like Hadn't seen you in so long, and I guess the last time we did see each other was when we went to practice together. Yeah, so. that, that was it was that long ago. It's kind of, I 
am so excited for this because I always feel like it's funnier. We have more chemistry when we're in the same room yeah. and we can laugh together <laughs> than, <laughs> than over Zoom, yeah. especially. Yeah. And I think this will be obvious towards the viewers that this is this is the best way to do it. I hope so. I feel like when we're on Zoom, it makes me it makes me more locked in. And I mean, like, to my points, and this one might just get caught off the rails, but then that might even be the funnier one. Heck yeah. But I will say this. Um, Bro, we ain't no VolQuest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not the guys breaking the news. People don't, true, people true. don't follow and us I, and for so, breaking yes, news. Yes, and I'm so glad you said that, because I am going to be making a Twitter account for us, and it's just like, we're not going to be breaking news. Like, we're not trying to, you know, live and breathe on all the recruiting stuff. Like, when someone... When someone commits, we're going to look at their stuff. We're going to give our opinion on them, but we're not, you know, every waking second, you no. know, talking about, you know. I think that obviously you want to be updated on what's happening as Bingo. a fan. Yes. But we're not like I'm not going to be able to get the the scoop. Yeah. You know, we're like, not I'm trying. not Schefter. Yeah. Like that's not <laughs> like that's not that's not going to happen. I just like, feel like, what, we just, and I'm that's just, not our personalities either. We just don't like really care that much. No, but if we can give our opinion on the guys, Correct. that's what it's like. Ooh, that's a different opinion. We want to like, be, we want to be the best breakdown. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I feel like hopefully the most entertaining, and B when the season comes around, I do think I'm very excited for that. Yeah, because in Knoxville, that's going to be a lot different yes. than all of our other podcasts because it's been the off season the whole time. Yes. Explaining the game, yes. Why we ran certain plays, me and you arguing about the game, yes. Yeah, because um, we have a pessimist over here, <laughs> always freaking negative. The funny thing is, is I'm very. What, what's the other one? What's the opposite? Optimist. I'm very big optimist in life. Yes. Like I really am. Like I'm very very positive. You can ask my girlfriend, hopefully future wife, very yeah, soon. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Her name's Ariel Page Dory. <laughs> I swear. I swear. But no, I'm very optimistic. But I just try to call it as I see it and not be a sheep when it comes to UT. But I will say this real quick before we get started. It's so funny. And this is, uh, you know, no homo. But, like, it's so funny. Every time I see you, I just forget how big you are. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then I forget that you've, like, lost weight and stuff. And I'm just like, golly, dude is just such a unit. <laughs> I'm like, I've been knowing you since... Your freshman year, my sophomore year of high school, which is like I see you, and I'm just like, jeez, <laughs> bro. Well, uh, freshman year of high school, when I came in at five eleven, two ten, yeah, compared to my biggest at six four, three thirty, and now I'm six four, like two sixty five. Dude, you look. There's great. been a lot I of know, change. I know, and you look great. I people don't really know this, and this is probably a cool little story. And we actually will tell the story about flag football one day. <laughs> But but when you started playing flag football in Knoxville, just because I guess you had just got done playing, but you had lost your weight. Yeah, so it was it was probably it was the summer I stopped playing in maybe like a September ish, and then it was the summer when I started playing. So it had been a, it had yeah. been like eight or nine months since I yeah. stopped. Yeah, and so I was living here in Nashville, and you yeah. were living in Knoxville. Now we've swapped back. So I'm back in Knoxville now, but you were playing with Tyler and some of our other buddies in a flag football league, and then when I would be in town for the weekends, I'd come play. But I remember, like, I would talk to Tyler. He'd be like, dude, Kyler's, like, incredible to have. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm assuming, like, he's a very good athlete, like, 
I'm assuming he's great at playing linemen because people can't really get around him. Yeah. And some of the stuff he's like, no, dude, like he's going up and mossing on people. He's like one of our best like receivers if we need to play. And then I would talk to you. And then you'd be like, oh, man, like I just snagged on these guys. I had a one-handed grab and all that. I'm like, he's very athletic. Like I know that. And then I went and saw it. And by the end of it, I was like, bro, I ain't joking, Kyler. Like we're not laughing here. You've got to get your agent to get you some tryouts at tight end. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, I will train you for like six or seven months until UT's the, ne- the you- expert here. Hey, 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 hey! I would you at tight end, you and that No, I was, I was a trainer, so it's not like I didn't do anything, but I was a personal trainer and I did do some of that stuff. But no, I was saying that more of not my expertise, but my like, I will literally help you anyway because I was like, I believe so much that if you had worked on training and, and, and tight end drills and stuff, and you had gone to UT's uh, pro, pro day. day, like, I don't know why a team would not bring you to camp. I'm not saying you'd make the team or any of that, but, like, they would 100% bring you to camp because, like, you would be an incredible blocker. You're a former left tackle, right tackle, and should have been a guard, but, like, you've been a great blocker, and you're way more athletic than people would ever consider. Like, I guarantee you right now, if you and I went out and ran one-on-ones, like, it'd be very competitive. And that should never be the case because I'm, like, 205 pounds. And I was like, but, yet yeah, you would still, like, you know. Well, that's, that's I mean, I use my size. When we're playing the flag football, spread out wide, they put a corner on me. And then it was like, Tyler, just throw a jump ball. Yeah. Because I'm going to jump over him. Right. And I've got these fucking mitts. But that's the thing is, like, you're athletic enough to play a ball in the air. Yes. To make good catches. Like, you're not some big guy that's like, go out there and we're going to toss you the ball up. And then you yeah, and then you, yeah, and then you do it. And it's like the guy does his best, but he's just like, like, jumping up. Like, no, you know how to position. You know how to go up. Like, actually use your hands. And then one time I saw you do, like, I don't know if it was, like, a slant or, like, a dig in the middle. But, like, good cut, came across, blocked out with your body. Obviously, no one in a flag football league in Knoxville is going to be able to get around your body. Yeah. Use your hands, make a good catch. And it was just so routine. I'm like, he's just, like, why is he out here? So, it's just like, I don't know. I'm always been, like, your biggest fan. I'm like, all right, I'm calling Vrabel. I'm calling John Robinson. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll get you exactly. a tryout. So. No, exactly. Well, I'm glad you're here so you can uh, – you know, boost my ego a little bit. Let's jump. Appreciate in. that. Yes, but, we uh, will. Well, let's actually jump into like Tennessee yes, news yes. instead of uh, uh, just about me and my tight end playing. Um, so first, we'll start with Walter Nolan, moving old Pile Panthers here in East Tennessee. They're oh. going to be state champs. It's just gross. Sure. It's gross. It's gross. So it's funny because. All this stuff that we've heard that he was moving. I know. And then, like, you know, Marlon Walls was a coach, and then he leaves, and people are saying he's going to East Tennessee and going to Knoxville and becoming a coach somewhere, and Walter Nolan was following him, and then it kind of dies out, and then it picks back up steam, like you and I said earlier. Like, we don't, we're not harping on every message board. We're not no. watching that stuff. So, like, we wait till something's official. It's official. Like, it's it's been reported that he's enrolling at Powell. Yes. I'm I'm more pissed off that he didn't go to Catholic. Like, yeah, I mean, we both went to Catholic. I love Catholic. Biggest Catholic homer there is out there. And it's like, it's just tough because like I don't like Pow. There's some schools in Knoxville that I just don't like. And I think the reason I don't like Pow is because during college when I was going back to UT, I was working at a gym in North Knoxville. Yeah. And that was right around the time that Pow had a couple good players and they were like undefeated, and I think they went to state lost. 
I'm happy about that. But they <laughs> they went to state, they lose, and it's like, and then ever since then, they haven't been really good until Coach Lowe came back. And uh, I don't know Coach Lowe. I, I think he's a very good coach. I've heard some very not good things about him, some sketchy things, why, okay. he, why he got kicked out of or why he got asked to leave Powell in the first place. People who watch this that are Tennessee fans that live in East Tennessee, live in Knoxville there or – um, probably or, heard some Right, stuff. right. If you're tuned in to some of the – I mean, Knoxville's a small place. Which is – I mean, you can honestly say is might be a reason why he didn't go to Catholic because of what recently happened and our coach being let go, you know, the DUIs and, and you know, just and the, turmoil. And, and, and I'm so happy you brought that up because I'm in a group, a couple group meetings, and somebody brought that up when they're like, oh, he definitely didn't want to go somewhere the coach has got a DUI. Like, that, that's fair. But, like – and no offense to, to Coach Matthews, who was the coach at Catholic, but, like, I don't look at Catholic as a Coach Matthews. Like, I, That's I, true. I don't look at it That's even – even my favorite coach, when we were there, we had Mark Pemberton, and then our senior, my senior year, junior year, you had, I had Scott Meadows one year, you had Scott Meadows two years. Like, that ain't it. Like, it's not about those guys. Yeah. Like, it's about the program, the community, everything we've built. Like, it really doesn't technically matter who's there. Like, we're usually still pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, you know, I didn't really like Matthews is what it is. Like, I didn't even really like him as a coach that much. Um, and I don't know if I've said on here, but I watched every game his first two seasons because of Logan. Yeah. And so like, yeah, he was a good coach. Like he won, he won a state championship or two. I thought we had a really good talent. I thought they could have maybe won more, but anyways, I, I was just bummed that, that Walter Nolan went to Powell cause I'm just being a hater and they're going to be a good team. Catholic actually plays them this year. So that's gonna to be tough to watch Big Boy just eat alive. I know you're gonna to have to go to that. I know I'm gonna try for sure. To. I'm gonna to try to. And then, so it's still it's when I put my hater hater rate aside and you know and 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 get past like me just like having a jokingly dislike you know a fandom rivalry dislike or whatever for yeah. Pal just like I don't like Webb just like I don't like a couple other schools in Knoxville. <laughs> it's like it is a great thing for Tennessee. Oh, amazing. We, we, we couldn't have asked for anything but better. It, it didn't matter where he went in East Tennessee. The fact that he's moving to East Tennessee is amazing for us. Yes. Now, and some people listening or watching might already know reasons they might be delved in to why he moved. I'm yeah. not sure. Unfortunately, I don't know it yet on this one. I will be in Memphis later this week. So I'm going to talk with a bunch of people that I know down there to see what they've heard. Like I said, you guys might already know. It might have already been reported. Not sure why they moved. But like Kyler and I said, it can't be any better for Tennessee. Now, mm-hmm. me being a pessimistic about Tennessee, I do think that like it would so be on brand for him to not choose Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the T. Higgins, the Amari Rogers, the Cade Mazes that were in the backyard and literally didn't go. And the other guy from Catholic, uh, the offensive lineman who chose Clemson, um, no, the guy from Maryville? No, the guy from Catholic. Uh, Brian Tucker. Or oh, Bryson yeah, Tucker. Brian Tucker. Yeah, yeah he's a, he was yeah, a four-star. Yeah. I mean, so it's just like – and then some of these other guys. But And I respect those guys for not coming to, to UT because we weren't in a position that these other schools were. No, definitely not. If you want to win, like, go win. Like, that's yeah. what – for me, that's all I care about. For you, that's all you care about. We both love winning. Like, um, and I know for you it was different. You want to play for your hometown. And, and I would have chose the same thing. But um, I, I can't blame those guys. But, like, it would just be so on brand for him to move to Powell and Heupel and those guys are recruiting him every day and recruiting his brothers and recruiting the family. And thank goodness we do have Rodney Garner. I know. 
So that's 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 massive. Know. And so it's like, but it's just gonna be so on brand that he goes there, and we find out it's for family reasons, and they wanted to get out of Memphis and live in Knoxville, and he still chooses like, you know, Michigan or something stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So um, it would be on brand. But I just like, I really don't see it happening. I think, I think some of the guys definitely it's the winning part of it. But I also think it's just like, if you fall off, like if you don't continuously just on a recruit, just constantly talking to them, be in touch with them, let them know you're, walk, let them know you're, you know, following him, all that kind of stuff. He'll, it'll be quick, yeah. and I think that's why like Walter went from his top eight, we weren't in it; his top five were in it. Yeah. And it's just like a little bit of a change, a little bit of talking, because. I even went with I even went through that with Tennessee for a moment where I was like where like I haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah, you, I remember you telling me. That. Yeah, and yeah. just being like, hey, like, where are you guys at? I haven't heard from you in a while, and you know, then they started to pick it up a little bit more and, and call or or reach out or send letters and stuff like that. So did you actually say that to them? Yeah. You literally said, hey, what's up? Where are you guys? Yeah. Or did you think that they were, like, going to drop your scholarship or something? <laughs> no, no, I didn't think that. I was just like, do you think you have me locked in? Like, do you think, yeah. like, I'm just definitely going to go there? Because that's yeah. not the case. Like, I need you to. See, and that's so funny. Because that just sounds, like, you saying that coming out of your mouth, like, that's not you. No. But, they, that, but these 16 and 17-year-olds do think that way. But, here was the, but yeah. here's the thing is, in my heart of hearts, why I'm reaching out is because I'm insecure and I want to go there. Yeah. And I want them to want me to go there. I know. Yes. Like, if I look back and really think about it, it's like, obviously, I freaking want to go to Tennessee, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. my family grew up Tennessee fans their whole lives. Grandfather. My, my grandfather played there. My, you know, my mom grew up in Clinton. Like, and, and I grew up in Oak Ridge. Like, it was like East Tennessee, ride or die. And, like, I still remember being a kid when Tennessee was so great and, you know, won the national championship and all that kind of stuff where, like, me and my sister would be watching a movie while our parents were watching the game, screaming in the other room, and we're like, hey, can you keep it down in here? We're trying, <laughs> we're trying to watch Lion King. Like, shut up. <laughs> while, while Peerless Price is scoring a freaking touchdown versus Yeah, you should, you should have been in the other room going nuts. I know, I know. But it's like, it, it, you know, it's always been ingrained. It's, all, it's always been there. So it, it, it was exciting to get my first offer with, like, Vanderbilt and exciting to get the other ones, but... Wait, Vanderbilt was your first offer? Vanderbilt was my first offer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, talk about, like, going to a good school and Do you remember Catholic. the call from them? Yeah, I remember, I remember the day. Oh, the other offers I don't necessarily remember because some of them were just letters. Yeah. Some were phone calls. But it was like, I didn't even realize the number just answered it. Yeah. But this one, it, they pulled me out of Spanish class, I still remember, and went to... Uh, uh, Oh, uh, Coach Branson's office. Coach Branson's office, yeah. and was with Coach Meadows, and they were like, "Yeah, we got a, we got someone on the phone for you." And it was a head coach at Vandy at that point. Is it James Franklin? No, it was a guy before him, old guy. Oh yeah, because um, he ended up he ended up quitting before I. Even, yes, I know who you're talking about. He was there for. I'll, I'll remember it in a second. Yeah, yeah, so I remember him being like, "Hey, this is so and so. Like, we loved your film." We, we think you're an awesome player and, you know, you got great grades, you go to a good school and, you know, we want to offer you a scholarship to 
come to Vanderbilt. And that make you tingle and you're a little... Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I was on cloud nine. I, 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 I was so... I'm there! <laughs> well, first off, first off, when you think of recruiting, you think, okay, I'm going to get the small ones first, yeah. and then it'll build and build yeah. and build. And my first one is a D1 school in the SEC, great education. I'm like, oh my god, like... I made, this was, I made it. Yeah, and this was and this was this, this was, go you you this was like uh, after our junior year or after January my, or February of my junior, junior year. year. So I was still at school there. You were yeah, still at yeah, school yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. And it 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 was so you your junior tape got out and they my, were the first because I made the junior tape and we literally mailed it to all the schools, just mailed it. How many did you send out? Uh, forty yeah. plus. And like Vanderbilt I, I sent it everywhere. And Vanderbilt was one of them. And Vanderbilt was one of them. I sent it every SEC school, uh, like four or five of every other conference. Yeah, the funny thing is that people don't. It's so funny to think back on stuff like this, but like you weren't even starting on defense, and it was just so. Bro, stu- it, was, it was just so stupid because then, then you got in the Morristown West game our senior year playoffs and just like eight. Like literally ate alive. The two starts that I had were Morristown West playoff game yeah. and Webb because that's when swine flu came through. Yes, and everybody yes. was sick, so I yes. had to start. Yeah. I had eight tackles, a sack, and a forced fumble versus Webb. Ah, hold on, that was a because <laughs> your boy coming through. <laughs> Okay. That was because it was it was we each had that sack together yeah. and it was a forced fumble. We didn't recover it, though, no, but, but we should have. So I think you got the forced fumble on that. Oh, did I? I got I got it on a different play where okay. I just like was randomly trying to tackle and hit the ball. Didn't even mean to. Yeah, literally didn't mean to. That's and then, so. And then Morristown West, our first playoff game, I got thirteen tackles, uh, a fumble recover, a fumble forced fumble and fumble recovery. And I caused an interception by hitting the quarterback because he threw, threw and it. Tyler picked yeah, it. Yeah. I won player of the game. I know, because you went up to do the – I went up to Jimmy Hines and, yeah. and, and John uh, – Yeah, I, re- I remember like, that too. And I remember, I remember like, you know, I was so – I mean, I was locked in on like what I was trying to do in my position and stuff. But like it's, it's sitting here now, I'm like, I loved our coaches, but it's like, what the F is going on? Like, why is this man not starting? Why is he not even rotating? No. And then I also remember it was freezing at Morristown West. My swag was on point. Had the, had the spat. That's had, the only thing that mattered. Had the finger tape. Did all that stuff. And I remember seeing you, and you had long sleeves and cut, low, low cut, no socks, no swag McGee out here just <laughs> dominating the game as a, as a junior. That's right. But it like, yeah, and I forgot that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the web game. That was, that was tough. It was a tough week. Um, tough loss. Yeah, I remember, dude, I remember Joey Gasson. And shattering his leg on that Wednesday, that was insane. And Joey Gaston, Gross. great player, great, great player. Yeah. Love Joey, great friend. Yeah, it went and went on to, to Navy and started two years. Yes, very productive. But yeah, it was just so funny to think that like you didn't even you didn't even play. But anyways, we got sidetracked. So I can't imagine that feeling though, because I remember getting calls from literally like D two, D three. And like when those guys would talk to me, yeah. I was just like so. So I couldn't imagine just that first. It was out and of you, nowhere. It I was know. out of nowhere. I like I did I not expect this to happen. I, I was just like, you did kind of blow up real quick. In my head, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll probably go to Tennessee. I have to take out loans and stuff like that. Like, or I could, you know, play at a 
Emory and Henry or Lindsey Wilson. Oh my god! And like that's what it was going through my head. Like after okay, your junior year, after my junior year, because yeah. I'm like I'm not like this is my first year starting. Like I did I did play well, but in yeah. no way was I like oh I'm D one. Yeah. And then that's the phone call I get from Vanderbilt, and they offer me a scholarship. And I'm like, holy crap! Like I'm gonna go to Vanderbilt. Like yeah. that was in my like I'm gonna go to Vanderbilt. Like yeah, this is if insane. nothing else happens, I'm, I'm going, going to Vanderbilt. To Vanderbilt. Yeah. This is insane. And yeah. I I remember like walking back to class afterwards and just being in shock the entire walk yeah. and I sat down and Alex Gillespie was in my class and he was like what what happened what was it because he immediately when they were like Kyler come to the office yeah, yeah, he was like something's going on we all yeah yeah and to give some feedback so and I'm assuming this happens to all high schools and stuff but at Catholic it was like we'd be in a class, and you would we would get a little call on a phone right next to the teacher's desk. Yes. And so it would start ringing, and, like, the teacher, if she was at the front, would, like, walk over and answer and be like, you know, hey, Kyler, you need to come up. And, like, we knew that it was, like, the ath- the football players, the big-time athletes. At that time, we didn't really have any big-time basketball recruits. They, have, they do now. But at that time, it was like – it was either that or you got in trouble. Correct, correct. When mine came, it was it, it was, de- <laughs> it was definitely it, in trouble. It was definitely doing some stupid stuff. But yeah, when that phone call ringing, you would know because I remember being in class sometimes with like Dorian got some calls, and so he would go up. Um, I think May. Tyler to get some. Tyler, I don't know how many classes I was in with Tyler, but he would get them. I think Spencer got some. I did. I got I got two, and it was like the greatest days of my life because they called me, and I'm like, what the. Did I'm getting, <laughs> yeah, like, what, the worst, what, what did I do? What did I do two weeks ago that I forgot about now that they're just now finding out about that I'm gonna have to call my dad about? Like yeah. this just sucks. And I came in and it would be like, you know, or or you would get the call and you weren't going to the office. You were called up to the football. Yeah, and to, that was funny. Yeah that, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So I got to go up there a couple of times, and, like meet with coaches and you know stuff like that. But it, incredible. I can't imagine that feeling. And I I walked back and Alex was like, what like what happened? Yeah. What what was it? And I literally sat down and I just told him like, I just got an offer from Vanderbilt and he flipped out, like yeah. started flipping chairs over. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like yelling yeah. in the class. Alex is a great guy. And the teacher great was like, guy. the teacher was like, Alex, shut up. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. calm down. He's like, over. like, like going crazy. As soon as class ended, it was like, one of the, I think it was the last class of the day. Yeah. As soon as class ended, he sprints out of the classroom and starts running down the hallway telling every single person possible. Dude. Every single person he can. And I'm walking after him, and people were like, are you serious? Like, just constantly, are you really, really? Like, yeah. congratulations. And literally, my now wife, then girlfriend, Brianne, say, found get... out before, I didn't tell her. Yeah. Someone else told her. Yeah. Alex is a great guy, though. Yeah, and he does have that pure excitement, enjoyment. Oh, like yeah. he's yeah, yeah, yeah. like he gets hype, like we do. Like for he enjoys people. life. Yeah, I mean does. that's a, that's yeah. a guarantee. No, I love Alex. Great, great guy. But um, that's cool. So back to that hand, back yes. to that hand. Walter coming. I'm hoping it's nothing but good things for us. Um, like I said, I think it would still just be so on brand that he doesn't choose the home the hometown team and go somewhere else. And I was listening to local radio in Knoxville today before I drove over here for work as I was leaving town and they're talking about this and they're saying, and this is true. This is what I agree with them on is if you come to, cause this is what I would say. If you come to Tennessee, like you are not going to be 
another guy. No. Like, you were going to be like a Trey Smith or like a, you know, Juwan Jennings or like a Eric Josh Berry Dobbs. or like a Josh Dobbs. Like, one of these guys who people are going to be like, he's a program changer. You go to Alabama, yeah, you're going to win a national championship probably. But you're in a long line of, um, you Alan know. Allen Robinson. Yeah, no, uh, A'shaun Robertson, Josh Allen. or Josh Allen. Yeah, that was it. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's whatever. I can't remember all of them. Cody, I mean, who blocked the field goals yeah, versus us. freaking off. fat boy Terrence Cody. <laughs> yeah. But, they, yeah, they have one every year. Yeah. They have one every um, They have one every year. And I'm, I'm forgetting all their names right now, but I'm not a Bama fan. But it's like. Um, all these guys, they've had for probably eight years now. They've all had one yeah. every year. So it's like, yeah, you can go be one of those guys, and they're you know be a great fraternity, Bama, and all that. But like, if you come to Tennessee, like you could potentially be an all timer, all timer, mm-hmm. like naming the Raptors type deal, just because of when you came. Yeah. I also feel like this might be one of the most important things for Hypo. Like he has to produce on the field this year, but I almost feel like getting a guy like this and maybe one or two other guys is almost more important than the field because, like, we want to see him do good on the field, but it doesn't necessarily have to equate to wins and losses. Yeah. We just want to see him compete, the guys play hard, show us some good offensive stuff because then that tells us when you do get the dudes, we're going to be really good. Yeah, because you, can't, cause you can't expect to win every game this correct, year because it's the first year. We don't, and we don't have the talent yet. Yeah. But if we know that you can get the talent and we – we, we um, not respect, but we um, – What's, I can't think of the word. We trust. We trust what you're doing on the field. Yeah. We know what we're watching with our eyes. Like, this guy can coach, and when he gets better players, yes. he could put us in SEC championship talks or bowl wins, you know, yeah. good, good bowl wins and stuff like that. But then that's why I think this Walter Nolan and maybe a couple other big-time recruits could be almost even more important yes. than what he does on the field in year one. Now, so I agreed with those guys in, in the local radio about, like, Hey, like, this is a guy that's a program changer. Here's where I disagreed. And I thought it was so funny. They were, like, they jokingly said it, like, you know, they need to give as many McDonald's bags as they can to, like, get this guy. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Like, we know Josh. We know that staff there. Like, that's not them. They're not going to be cheating. Da, da, da. I'm like, first off, shut up. Like, you're being so PC right now. It's not even funny. Either, A, if you really believe that, you're an idiot. And you shouldn't be even be a fan because, like, we've talked about all the time, like, you got to cheat. You just have to be smart about it. It happens. Dude, like, Everyone I, does it. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, we should give Walter Nolan's dad and that family whatever they want to come to Tennessee. Yes. I'm not joking. Like, I'm not joking. Don't get caught and don't be dumb about it, but give them whatever it's going to take to get that kid to UT. He's the number one recruit. Yeah. Like, Well, he's arguably the number one recruit. He's definitely the number one defense player and definitely, like, the number one defense line, but arguably the number one in the country. Yeah, yes. but, like, you think – no other school is oh. giving little yeah. incentives to him. Yeah. Like, you're out of your mind if you don't think Alabama, Michigan, Michigan. I know. Where the heck did they come from? So you know stupid. what I mean? Like, so stupid. Jim Harbaugh has been doo doo recently. Yeah. That like they should have let him go. Everyone the, else thinks so. That will be the one that if he goes there, I'll just be like, WTF? Like, what are you doing? Like, go, at least go to Georgia or Clemson or Ohio State or Bama. To win, Michigan's never going to make it to the college football playoffs because Ohio State. Yeah, well, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's not. I mean, they're not. They're just not that good. No. Like, so. Um. I mean, but but you have to cheat to get this guy. 
Like, or or just do whatever you have to do to get that. Like, if Heupel and Gardner and the entire staff have to go to Powell or wherever they're living in Knoxville every other weekend and be like, hey, we're here, kick us off your lawn, like, I don't care, do it. Yes. And then pass them money. Like, I hope they're paying for their house wherever they're moving to now. Like, <laughs> yeah. just get the kid. Like, you know I what I mean? I need a restraining order put out. Exactly. Dude, that's how exactly. much you're hanging out. I just there. thought it was so PC of the guys in Knoxville. Like, oh, we know the staff and we know those guys and they're not going to be cheating. It's like – First off, if they're not cheating, he's going to get fired in about three or four years because we're not going to be winning ball games. Yeah, well, I think that's the that's the part about media in whatever realm that they're in or wherever they're at. They want to interview with Heupel. They yeah. want to be able to talk to the players. They want the access to – if they say he's probably cheating and he should cheat and he should pay this guy to come here, they're not going to get interviews. Well, I know. They're and not going to get to yeah. go in there. And that's what just sucks about – they can't be completely honest. Yeah. Like, there's no way you can be completely honest. No. Because you're playing that Yeah. Yeah, if you got a job, game, if, yeah, if you got a job you know? with a sports animal there or, or 104.5 here in Nashville, like, you would have to talk that same way. Yes, You know exactly. what I mean? So, I get it. I, I get it. But, like, just don't make the comment. Don't sound like higher, like, high and mighty, like, oh, I know them and they're, they're definitely not cheating over there. These guys are good guys. It's like, well, I sure hope they are cheating because if not, we're not going to be any, any good. So... There's no way. Yeah, any other comments on Big Walter? No. Uh, I mean, I think we covered it. Wish he would have gone to Catholic, but yeah, it happens. Whatever. It is what it is. All right. Uh, we will talk about SEC Media Day real quick. I think I, I think you were busy that day. I don't. You didn't get to watch a ton of it. Here's my thing. Yes, I was obviously, you know, during work was busy. I work outside all the time. I'm not, like, at a desk, right. so I can't, like, watch it while I'm doing it. But this was honestly why I asked – uh, Dan, last week, what are we expecting out of like? What do we want to see out of this? What is SEC Media Day about? Because in my eyes, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. It, it, every time I answered a question to any media that I ever did while I was in college, it was like I'm not giving you the full truth. <laughs> like, there's no way I can. I'm not going to tell you that this guy that I play next to sucks. Right. That I don't like his play and I wish someone else would play. Right. I'm not going to tell you that uh, our defensive scheme or offensive scheme for that week is not a good one. Right. I'm not going to tell you this guy's hurt. I'm not going to tell you this relationship with this player and coach is bad. Like, I'm not going to say those kind of things because yeah. why would – like, you're giving ammo to everyone else. I mean, I think the coolest thing to come out of SEC Media Day is everyone crapping on Texas and Oklahoma. As, literally, SEC players being like, if he's if they're going to be sensitive about a, a hand gesture, good luck playing in this league. Yeah. Like, that's the best thing to come out of it because yeah. I'm not going to get any good answers out of anybody. I mean, people just say that, like, ask me after I got done playing, like, why does Butch Jones beat around the bush? Or why does he come up with these, like, random – you know, five star hearts. By the way, all that. by the way, he just said Arkansas State could be the best football program in the nation. Of course he did. Because why would you not, as a head coach? Yeah, but you don't have to say. <laughs> you don't have to say it. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. don't have to say it. Okay, yeah, yeah. but you're gonna say it publicly, and then go back to your team and go, "Look what I just said for you guys." because yeah, I believe in you. But those idiots are smart enough to know they're not gonna be ever be the best. Eventually, just like, eventually, you figure it out. But no, I would yes. disagree. When I was bro, when I was in Memphis, and some of those coaches come in there and say stuff, they leave the room, and the starters on the team were like, "Bro, what are they talking about? Like, we're trash. Like, we ain't that like that." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. so so Arkansas State, these kids are smart enough. Yes. Okay. I I, I do agree because there were times when Butch would say stuff to us, and it's like, 
you're obviously lying. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, that didn't happen. Yeah. But that's why I was like, in what world did you think he was going to give you any straight answer? Ever. Like, when you hear an answer from a head coach, know that that's not the straight answer. That is not the real deal answer. When they ask about the quarterback and he goes, competition is great for everything, da-da-da. In his head, right now, he has a starting starting lineup. You think so? Guarantee it. Eiffel? Guarantee it. It might change each day, yeah. but right now, he has a 1, 2, 3, and 4 in his head. It might change the next day because he sees something, he might switch some guys around, but I guarantee he has a guy right now that he thinks, this is going to be my starter day one. Now, let me see what happens during camp. Let me see if anybody else can finagle it. I'm not going to give that out. He's not. Even, he's literally not even letting the players know that. But I guarantee it's in his head. There's no way. He can't be a good coach if it's not. So, I agree 1,000 kajillion bajillion percent. I don't watch opening press conferences. I don't watch media days and stuff. Like, I don't care about them. Yeah. But I did this year. And I did this year because of Hypel and doing this podcast. Um, or I don't even think we were doing the podcast yet. But I wanted to listen to see what he had to say. Um for, for I mean, we were down bad, so these hires of Danny White and Heupel were like, okay, is there going to be any hope? Correct. Well, yeah, and I forget why. I just like with Pruitt, I didn't care Like when they hired him. like I didn't listen to Butch's, and maybe it's now that I am like, kind of working a desk job and stuff, so like yeah. I, it's easy for me to flip up. And I did watch Heupel's entry press, press conference, and I did watch his media day because I'm doing the podcast with you. And everything is so coach speak, and I get that. But I try to just take something small out of each thing, yeah. if, if I can. Yeah. And one thing that I was very happy about that Heupel said during this is he still said, like, in his own way, like, y'all are mis- misconstrued in this. Like, we're not, we're not Mike Leach. Like, I'm not throwing the ball 70 times a game. Like, I understand that we have to win the last scrimmage. Yeah. We have to be balanced, and we have to run. Yeah. And, and a couple people asked him in that in different interviews throughout me today, at least the ones that I caught. I didn't catch all of his interviews. Yeah. But they asked him, and I'd love to hear that because, like, I've said it once. I'm going to say it a million times. I'll talk it. I'll say it again a thousand more times on this podcast. But, like, you have to control the line of scrimmage, and I feel like just being balanced because on, on defense, and I don't care if you play video games, if you played – Pop Warner, you know, high school ball, college ball, whatever. Like, if you know what the other <laughs> side is doing, it's so easy to stop. Yeah. So much easier to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like he knows he needs to be balanced. I, I love that he's going to run the ball. And then they hit him with a question. And it was like, you want to go fast. What are you going to do when your offense isn't clicking? You go three and out quick. Or like one first down quick and then punt. And I love that someone asked him that. And he was like, you know, that's where I have to understand the feel of the game. And I have to understand these different things. So I like that he said that about the field of the game. I like that he said, listen, like, we're going to run the ball. And, like, yeah. our week-to-week matchups are going to dictate stuff. And then something that I've had people ask me about um, in, 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 like, uh, you know, when I'm not on the podcast, they're like, well, read, like, they want to kind of, like, jokingly banter, argue. But they're like, you know, who do you think is going to be the starter? Or, like, why do you, you know, well, he brought Milton in because he doesn't like any of the other guys. And I've never bought that. No. I've never bought that. That is that is so stupid. That's like me playing just, okay, I have a five-on-five YMCA basketball team. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, but I'm using this as a great. So, yeah. I have, say I have a five-on-five YMCA men's rec league. And you live in Nashville and I'm doing it in Knoxville. Well, I might have a really good team that I like. And I might have a guy 
who's 6'4", 6'5", and he's a pretty good down low player. But if you move back to Knoxville and I'm like, bro, come play with us, yeah. that doesn't mean I don't like this guy. That yeah. just means, like, I want to add another good piece to the puzzle. Yes. And so it's like I've always thought that, like, if you think Joe Milton is good or could potentially be any good at all for you, like, you watch this film and you're like, hey, I didn't like this stuff they did in Michigan, but I feel like I can twerk this, I can tweak it, I can do this, I can do that. I feel like he's got that good raw, like Taylor said, like that type of stuff, like then I can kind of make him good for us. Or like, yeah. so I've just never liked it. Well, they didn't like what they saw, so we, we got to bring something else in. Like, no, like competition is great, and that's what he said. And whether he's BSing it and I'm completely wrong, that could be. But someone asked him, and he was like, I like competition. Like, I want competition at every level. Yes. So, like, if we think he was good, we want to bring him in. I mean, it's it's definitely true. I, I I don't think he's BSing when he says he wants competition because that, you know, viral video of uh, Nick Saban when he was recruiting, he was just like, you're going to get the best competition available at practice because we have the best players here. Right. So don't believe, like, all the other coaches saying you're never going to play. It's like you're still going to get better because competition. Right. So it's it, that is something that every coach says because it does make them better. And, yeah, for anyone who is like Joe Milton came in because we don't have a quarterback is dumb. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. But I'll tell you what, Joe Milton, that's a big old boy. That is a big old boy. That's a big old boy. Did not realize, I mean, read the, read the height weight, you know, understood it's like, oh, it's kind of like Cam Newton. Like, watch film, yeah. but did not real like, saw a picture on Vol's, Vol Football's Instagram and was like, God dang. Yeah, big boy. He's a big boy. So, Kyler sent me this picture. It was the first time I was seeing it on my phone. And as, as I, I pull it up now and look at it, and, and you'll I know you'll put it on the YouTube video. Yes. Dude looks swaggy as can be. First I'll tell you of all, what, there's a lot of effort in this that that never happened with our like picture day stuff because yeah. it was it was so difficult to do. Yeah. It's, oh, these 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 colleges know that oh, they have to do all this. Oh my this god! Crap. Everyone's yeah. got freaking four bands on their yeah. on their calves. Yeah. Like, it's Walter just Nolan's like world. younger. Walter Walter Nolan's like younger brother who's like eighth grade got to dress up and stuff when he came on Walter's thing. Yeah. So it's like I get it, but like you're saying, like the players that are on here now. Like, it's hype, all the stuff that they get to do and videos and stuff. But, like, I'm looking at this picture. First off, the white cleats this year, filthy. They filthy. look so sick. Filthy. So sick. He's got the – Get the black cleats out of yeah, here. Yeah, black cleats are lame. We're not Bama. Like, and Bama is oh, – Oh, that is another thing that I that I retweeted that he said – Hypel said, they asked him about alternate uniforms, and he was like, whatever can make people play better. So, yeah, look good, play good, bring in recruits. Please, those smoky grays. Yeah. I love them. I didn't like that we wore the black because I felt like that was Pruitt bringing that in because that's Bama. They wear the black cleats. Like just trying to copy, but yeah. no one has had success doing that. Copying or black cleats? <laughs> no, <laughs> just, no, no, no. Just trying to be, be saving. It's like you're not saving. you got to be your own person. Yes. So I'm looking at this picture. The white cleats look sick. He's got the one sleeve on the right leg. Ooh, filthy white. It's coming out of the white pants. The vi- <laughs> the visor, dude is a dude's a unit. Unit. So I mean, he does look he like good? him. Is he, like is he's he, a freaking is, unit. Is he good? I don't no know. Idea. I don't know. But and, I bet he runs through somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but we will see on practice when we get yes, to go to camp exactly. this year. We we got a lot of people we're excited to look at. 
and see and check out. So, Eyes are going to be very busy. Yes, yes. And last time I felt bad because I like didn't want to bring my like I had my phone with me, but I wasn't really on it and stuff. But like this time, I'm gonna be jotting notes down, like yes, you know, for the podcast and stuff because I know it's it's a unique thing that we get to do, and I want to yes. turn around and give that to the fans um, or the people that listen to this and watch it. Um, but anyways, I, yeah. So I don't think we brought in Milton. Uh, because we didn't like anybody. Yeah. Um, if that was the case, then why would they not brought in like two or three more? And I'm not talking about the UF, the UCF guys as a walk on. Like, I think he's literally there just for a good practice player and help these other guys learn. Yeah. Um. So I still think that Harrison Bailey and Hendon Hooker could both be the starters. I mean, Mauer would probably surprise me, even though we came out of spring practice thinking that. I love his energy and his swag, but like, I just don't trust him enough on the field. And meaning like. I don't trust him to, when it's third and eight and he's rolling out to the right and he's got a guy dragging across the middle of the field. He's going to across his body and make or, a decision like that? Or? Correct. And he's going to either throw a pick or he's going to airmail it. Hell, I don't even trust him to hit wide open guys. Yeah. Let alone make – I mean, make the right decision is one thing, but then when you make the right decision, you still got to execute the pass. Yeah. Um, so, um, but, yeah, so that's some of the stuff that I, I brought out of media day. Um you know, I'm just happy to hear about the running the ball. Yeah. Um, he's not going to try, try, hopefully, not to put our defense in bad positions. Um, okay, so lastly, before we jump off SEC Media Day, I know it was something that you wanted to do as What's a player. That? Like, you wanted to go to SEC Media Day, and that was kind of like a goal yeah. of yours. And I do feel like you kind of got a little gypped out of that. Yes. But I know that that's something that we talked about. And Yeah, it, it – so I only started the two years, so it was only two opportunities to do so. I thought I had that chance my last year, my redshirt senior year, because I had started the whole year before. I, you know, played every game. I, I never missed. You know, other guys had missed. You know, I was – when you looked at it, the most experienced off of, offensive lineman we had. And in my head, it's like, okay, like you're going to bring your – most senior offensive linemen. And, like, by the end of the season, it would have been, like, obviously Kyler would have gone to Correct. this, right? It, it, it just with how everything turned out. But that year it was Dobbs, Jalen Rees-Maven, and Cam Sutton. So that's just, like, very hard company to go against because those Agreed. guys are great. Agreed. They're all playing in the NFL now. They're great players. Um Good, and they're, good representatives. They're great guys, yeah. too. It's not yeah. like a but jack now, wa- They didn't send jack wagons over, like, yeah. just like bull crap. But, but did you – what year were all those guys? They were all younger than me. That's yeah. the thing, too. They were all one to two years younger than I was. I was older than every, every all three so, of them. So, Dobbs stayed all four years. Yes. Uh, Cam Sutton stayed. <clears throat> did Cam Sutton leave early, or did he stay all four years? He stayed all four years because I'm pretty sure 2016 and, was all of their last years. And Reeves may have been stayed, stayed all four and too, he got hurt because he didn't start until his second or third year because his first year he played all special teams. Correct, correct. Yeah, so they definitely could have brought you and and brought a Reeves Maven or a Cam Sutton the next year or yes. whatever. And I get yeah, it. I mean, it could. Yes. Yeah, and I get taking Dobbs. And you know, I think he's, he's the quarterback. He, you got to take him almost type deal. And I think. I don't know what the rules were then. I don't know how many they took the next year, but I'm pretty sure it was Dobbs, Kamara, and Sutton. The next or year. Or Dobbs, Kamara, Reeves, and Sutton. I don't know if they yeah. could take four, but like it was 
those four were the leaders of that team. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't think I don't I wouldn't expected you to go before you started your junior year because you because you had yeah that I mean that one was that one was tough. There was another guy in my class and Matt Crowder who was an offensive lineman right. that went instead of me, and not he, the my redshirt junior year. He was also going to be a starter right. for the first time. He had got more playing, playing time, time. Yes. on at the actual center position as an actual offensive lineman the year before. So, in my opinion, in my of, opinion, not a better player than you, but he maybe had just played more, and so Butch was like, "All right." Whatever. And Butch was thinking, "Like, okay, this is gonna like because the center is supposed to be the leader, leader of the offensive, offensive line, line. And like yeah. that whole thing." Yeah. So. Yeah, I just missed out on that. I, I wish I would have got that opportunity. It would have been a very cool experience. Very cool. Yeah. Just to just to have that flying have that down, memory. flying up. down. Yeah, I mean it's a private jet yeah, you yeah. go down on, and yeah. like it would have been a lot of fun. I think so too. I would have I would have loved for you to do that, and I definitely thought there was a chance, but I get it. Like we said, we're not knocking those other guys. Um, okay, lastly, before we wrap up, we did want to talk about. So actually, real quick, it was funny. A couple podcasts ago, we talked about uh, our two latest offensive line in Messiah yes. Reddick and Maurice Clipper. Yep. Maurice Los Angeles Clipper. Yeah. <laughs> and I, at the time of that podcast, he... I had not watched the highlights. Yeah. So. And I was excited to see what you thought. Correct. And so I went that night and I watched the highlights. Okay. And then. Some time went by. The next that podcast came out, and I was re-listening to this portion of it. I was just funny. I was in the shower. I was listening to it, and uh, you know, doing my game reps, bro. I'm watching <laughs> film. I got to I got to try to get better. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're like I sound like an idiot. Right yeah. <laughs> skip, 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 skip. <laughs> so I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm like, I think Kyler might have. I was like, I don't think he did, but like the way he's describing, it's like I think he got these guys backwards. Because the film I watched, I was like, I thought Clipper looked good. I thought he did finish some plays. I thought there were plays where he showed him in space. It showed him pulling. I was like, and then when I saw him beside Reddick, I'm like, bro, this looks like he's playing against some JV kids. And, like, not that he wasn't playing hard. I just wasn't very impressed. Yeah. So it was funny. I bring this back up to you. And I'm like, I think you might have got it wrong. You're like, no, I don't think I did. And you're like, but I'll check. And so we get here tonight, and we watch both of them together. And I'm like, see, like, I kind of like Clipper. Like, I, I think he's – Pulling well, he's got a little bit of nasty in him, and you're like, and then I showed you the Messiah Reddick that I watched, and yeah. you're like, whoa, That's, it is not, it, this <laughs> is not, this is not the film I watched. So, anyways, I had gone to Rivals and watched the clip that they have of Messiah Reddick's highlights on Rivals. Yes. Kyle was like, no, like that's not what I watched. He went to Messiah Reddick's actual huddle. Huddle, yes. That is what, the only way they share correct, film. Correct, no. correct. And that's, and I'm glad that Kyler told me that because I get in a bad habit of just watching it. Um, and sometimes I'll watch it off their own Twitter bios. Yeah. Which I get. They usually do on their right. huddle. But some of these other ones from 24 or from Rivals, it's or like. Scout. Or Scout. Or someone yeah. else could have put something on there. So I went to Messiah Reddick's. And we started laughing and joking. I was like, okay, hold on, hold on. I was like, now I see what you're talking about. Yes. And that highlight tape was, I, the nasty was there. Mm-hmm. The athleticism, he looked like a completely different player than yeah. the highlight I would watched. The the growth that he had with the highlight you watched and yes. what I watched is incredible. Just in his ability, in his nastiness, and also in his size. Yes. Man, he got so Everything looked better. He was Every, Everything he, looked yes. better. I mean, he's a very big individual to start with, but like, 
And and like I said, I'm not putting down Clipper. Like he's still a good player. There's a yeah. reason why he's so highly touted. Like it is a good recruit for us. Correct. But some of the stuff I saw on Reddick's film was more impressive to me. You got it was, more excited about. I got more excited it. about yes. just like yeah. to see that kind of stuff. And I don't know. And we even said this. Like sometimes guys put good plays on. Sometimes guys put bad plays on. They don't even realize it's not good plays. Yeah. And like one play that that Maurice Clipper has on there, who it's I think it's his second play that's on there. It's a pass protection where he dumps a guy, but it's literally just him setting back at right tackle and then just like torquing and yeah. flipping. That is the easiest thing in the world to do. The guy's running that way. I don't disagree. It's not impressive, and you shouldn't put it on your highlight tape. I don't disagree. It, kids might think it looks good because you're dumping a kid or throwing a guy. Yeah. Like I hate that stuff too when I see these videos of people at camps without pads on. Oh, it's and the so, freaking and worst. Some of this stuff is so nightmarish. Like it, there's not many things that it would have to take me a while to sit here and think of something that would embarrass me. Like I just don't get embarrassed easily. And I don't really think things are very awkward. Yeah. Like I just, I just think situations are what they are. But there are times I'm watching stuff on a social media of these camps, and it's so cringeworthy. And you I'm can't. just like, I just want to be like, what are you doing? And then these coaches, like, I have no idea their affiliation. I have no idea if they're ever coached. Some of them could be really good. Like, I'm not being judgmental because, I mean, for goodness sakes, my our middle school team had four coaches. One had coached in college, NFL, and NFL Europe. Two of them had played at UT. One of them played at UT and the NFL. Like, these guys had all been around the game. So, these weren't, like, dads coming to yeah. coming to coach us. Yeah. Like, these were legit guys. Yeah. So, I'm not saying that at these camps there aren't some of these type of guys. Yes. But I also don't know if it's some jock sniffer type guy who yes. never played but wanted to be around the game. And now he just loves being around these high school kids. And so, when someone does something completely not right. And I love when guys like Jeff Schwartz – and some of these other ex NFL guys that have a pretty good personality, or and they're like uh, this is the most BS yeah they thing. yeah are good not not necessarily personality but a good um, following or something on Twitter, and they're like this is dumb like this ain't real like no. this is not real life those open field tackle drills yeah. with the skill guys yeah and it's literally a twenty by ten area yeah is the dumbest thing I've ever seen no pads I I'm just, like bro this is never going to happen. I don't even like some of the offense and defense alignment stuff though it, I mean, it without pads an offensive lineman will never win a drill I agree because you cannot lock you cannot grab a hold and lock him down it's I'll tell you what it, it can demoralize defensive lineman if your hands are fast and you grab a hold of just one side of his shoulder pad right control, here in his yeah, chest plate yeah, and, control. and you stop him and yeah. you have a strong arm and he just he can't do anything, do anything with it, yeah, yeah. and it's like now, yeah, like now, I beat you. But then you go padless, and the defensive lineman bull rushes. Yeah, every time, every time. It's like, what do you expect me to do? We don't have pads on. I can't freaking headbutt you while you're trying to bull rush. Right, me. right. So I, it's just, it's just the worst. Yeah, like, it is. Those camps like that are so uh, dumb. It, it's, it's, it's all. I feel like a lot of it's just money grabs. Like these guys yes. are setting up camps. Like, bring your kid here and see if he gets noticed. And it's like, okay, cool, we'll be there. And it's like, come to, you know. Franklin Road Academy, 11, 11 a.m. for registration. It's like, you know, 115 bucks a kid. We'll give you a shirt. It's like, geez. Like, yeah, like, maybe we're in the wrong business, I guess. I I, yeah, I know. All right, so I want to talk about last thing to wrap up um, here is uh, Cam Miller from Memphis, uh, four-star. Um, it's easy now that I have all this pulled up. I didn't have to write my notes down. Um, <laughs> 62205, I love the size. Let's do this more often. <laughs> 62205, and then, listen, you guys know, I love the look. He had Bama. 
He's got Arkansas. He's got Auburn. He's got Florida. He's got Florida State. Um, you know, Mississippi, Ole Miss, Vandy. We got him. He's an in-state kid. Yep. But sometimes it's hard to get some of those Memphis guys. It is because they feel like they're from a different state. Correct. Because so it is so far away. Even though, if you think about it, I really do feel like we've had better luck with some of the West Memphis, some the West, West Tennessee, Tennessee instead of East. No, West Tennessee compared to middle. Middle. What? Well, yeah. I, and, I and, agree and, with. Well, I'll tell you what. That class that had Barnett. Josh Malone, Jalen Hurd, like that was like holy crap. Yeah, I agree. Coming from Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, so. I agree. But still, I just feel like there's so many guys that we miss out on that it's like, and if if these guys are from 1995 to 2003, like we're not missing out on Jalen Ramsey, like we're not missing out on like Jacoby Stevens, we're not missing out Randall on like Cobb from East Tennessee. Yeah, exactly. And I I don't even know if we really missed out on Cobb. I just don't know if we gave him an opportunity to play quarterback. I don't really know. I've he's heard a great. Things. He was a great wide receiver in yeah. the NFL, and that's what he should have played. But they didn't have anybody at Kentucky. Well, no, I think I like think he a, was that guy. I think coming out, he wanted to play quarterback, and, yeah, and Fulmer so, would do that. So dumb. And even like a guy like Patrick Willis, like I never understood why Patrick Willis didn't come to us. Like he literally only had Memphis, and then very late, Ole Miss came on. Yeah, but it was like, and I found out later as I got older, and I asked, but like he was dying to come to Tennessee, but we tr- took a guy named. Uh, Dylan Brooks, I think, was his name. He was a four-star quarterback or four-star linebacker. Um, he never really panned out. Um, but it's just like, like I said, like there's guys from Middle Tennessee that, like I said, I'm not a recruiting guy, so we didn't get them. But I don't even know that they're from Middle Tennessee until I'm like watching a game on a Saturday. Yeah. It's like the starting middle linebacker from Texas A&M from Nashville. I'm like, wait, what? He's a good player. Or like <laughs> yeah. the safety, like I, th- I think it was Jacoby Stevens or the safety from here. He's like a five star, goes to LSU. Yeah. And it's just like, what are we? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. It's like I possible? said, if this is 1995 to 2003, like these guys are all going to Knoxville. Guaranteed. If we want them, they're going to come to Knoxville. Yeah. And so, and then Phil and, could be picky back then. Yes, correct. He didn't have to bring him. He brought in whoever he wanted. Correct, correct. And and then he, I just feel like um, it's like we weren't. I guess Tennessee or definitely East Tennessee when we were growing up in high school. Like it wasn't known for good football. No, it wasn't. And it was like, like you said, Randall Cobb, Dennis Rogan, Harrison Smith. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Douglas, there was a couple different guys, but no, nothing like it is now. And so it has gotten better, but that that's for the whole state. I mean, right here in Nashville, have got unbelievable athletes. Um, same with Memphis. So it's like if Hypel could somehow get, we'll say, say at the top ten of the state, mm-hmm. if he could get six of the top ten, I mean, that would be a huge deal. Yeah. That, that would be a huge deal. So that's why I think Cam Miller's good. I like his size. I love his offer list. I think it's great. Obviously, he's a four-star. Um, I'm just ready for us to start knocking down some four-star offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and defensive ends. Yeah. Or linebackers. Because I don't – this sounds terrible, but, like, I feel like we just don't have to have the elite of the elite on offense except for quarterback. Because I think high pool is just going to be that good. Yeah. I think, like, running backs, whatever. I'm, we missed out on Branson Robinson. I would have loved to have had that guy because yeah. um, we do think he's a blue chip, blue chip. Yes, exactly. But I just – I really trust. So, I'm like, give me offensive linemen, give me defensive linemen, give me linebackers and DBs. Yes. And it's like I think everything else will kind of fall in place. But, I mean, I think he kind of alluded towards that at SC Media Day. Like you said, like it's up front yeah. league and like understand that yeah. we have to have the good O-line, D-line, which is like if we get Walter Nolan is just an amazing step in the right direction. Correct. You know? Correct. 
even though he's not like the flashy defensive end that you would want. I mean, it's just still interior force. Yeah. He can can just break games. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think Cam Miller is good. I love that he's in state. I watched his highlight film. Um, I liked his film. I actually didn't love it as much as squirrels. I think I just uh, I'm a big big squirrel guy. But uh, but I thought that he. I mean, like I say, good size. He goes up. There was a lot of times he got behind behind the defense and he had to wait on a ball or make a diving catch because it wasn't great. Um, One thing I did notice and. Well, notice it's not like everyone can notice if you watch the film but like they put him at running back a lot yeah and that was kind of cool to see because it means like hey get the ball in this guy's hands we need him to touch it right yeah. so it's like if he you know like you can't really tell on here if he runs good routes you know when he gets to this you know when you get to college if you can run good route all these guys are good athletes yes if you can run good routes you're smart you know what you're doing you're yeah. not cordell you understand Pat- a play yeah i don't know if these people know this i'm assuming they do but like cordell passing like guy didn't know what he was doing like yeah. zach rogers I, I shared some stories yeah zach Ro- yeah. yeah zach rogers like had to tell him what plays were yeah and stuff. so it's like look over the sideline and be like what am i doing yeah you know yeah so it's like you know if you get a guy that comes out of high school is a good athlete can run good routes, make plays like, you know, he's going to be a very good player for us. Yes. And I'm not talking about him. I'm not saying that, like, he might not pick up stuff. I'm just saying in general. Yes. But, I like I said, I liked his film. I liked that he was at running back. It looks like he had good balance. He runs hard, good hands, good athlete. Like, in-state, I like it. I like – there was no reason not to like it. I'll yes. say that. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you had any other thing that you wanted to add or anything. No, I mean, you know, I, I hadn't necessarily watched him or whatever, but I, I am glad to see. Like, from the outside looking in, it's like, okay, this is a great get. This is a great get for us, even because we did lose on the running back. It's like, great get, getting a, a speed guy, getting a wide receiver. Like you said, I'm always more cognizant on D-line and O-line. Yeah. Just, that's what wins you games. Yeah. That I mean, that's what I believe. Yeah, I agree. That's what I believe too. I think that's why we see this stuff the same. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna be upset with it. I'm not no. gonna be upset at all. You, no, it's no, it's no. kind of like one of those. It's like you need to get it because you kind of expect it to. Like get you get you an in-state yeah. guy. Get you get an in-state, in-state uh, yeah. skill guy. Four star. Bump it up. Bump yeah. it up. Yeah. Okay, exactly. Cool. All right. That was a good pod. I agree. <laughs> makes makes a difference being here. Oh, it really does. Uh, appreciate you guys coming out, watching, listening, wherever you're uh, listening to your podcasts or watching on YouTube. Um, you know, rate and subscribe, like, do all that good stuff. Make some friends in the comments section. Comment all you want. Let us know. I will comment back for sure. Um, tell everybody, you know, friends and family. Let them know what we got going on here. If you have questions or uh, you know, want us to touch on any subjects, you can also email us, uh, believe in Tennessee football at gmail.com or phone number 865-322-9232. Uh, as always, represented by betonline.ag, so check them out. And uh, go balls. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.